the principle of honor. Part two. People of God. Ignorance. Has given Christianity a bad name. Let me tell you something because I want to come to your level please so that you can understand what I'm trying to say. Most of us we say that we are the citizens of heaven. How many of you are saying are citizens of heaven? You are, you, you are not sure? We say we are citizens of heaven, right? But most of us, in as much as we say we are citizens of heaven, we are ignorant about the laws of the kingdom we claim to be part of. Let me come to your level. Because I don't want to confuse you. Majority of us in this place are South African citizens, right? Church? And as a South African citizen, you know laws that you need to live by. As a South African. According to the law of South Africa, when the robot is read, it means stop. And if you violate the law, you will be in trouble. You know that, right? Yeah. Whenever the robot is great, you stop. Because once you can, you can pass while the robot is ready, you are in trouble. It's a law that you know as a South African citizen. But you see, as children of God, there are spiritual laws that we have to live by. But we are ignorant about We know laws that we are supposed to live by. As the citizens of South Africa, you are never in trouble because you know the laws of this country. How can you matter to Hoban with Mamelao? Yap country in Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying? But you see, as children of God, Empalia Bona Jolo Kabanabamutimo, there are laws that are inside this book. Hona Lamelao, Eka Haru Bukaina, that we are supposed to live by. El Retamilan Repele Kayona, but we are ignorant about them. Empari Papa Nayona. Is why we pray and fast, and we never see results. That is why we work hard, but we never get results. Because as Christians, we are ignorant to a level that we think every situation 
needs you to pray and fast there is nothing wrong with prayer and fasting but not everything has to do with prayer and fasting you may be where you are because of spiritual laws you have violated last week from part one of this message I showed you by scriptures and this is a verse you all know the Bible says honor your father and your mother that what? that you may be able to live long that your days may be increased right? That's a verse we know. Again. But it is ignorance that makes many Christians to violate that law and then go and pray for longevity. Many of you rather than acting according to the law you rather pray and fast for you to live long while spiritually you are not positioned for longevity ah. the bible says honor your father and your mother that you may live long that it may be well for you in the land of the living. It's a verse we all know. But trust me, we rather fast to live long rather than respecting your mother and your father. You are praying for something that you are not spiritually positioned for. That is ignorance. That has given Christianity a bad name. The Bible simply says honor your father and your mother. But because it looks so simple, you rather fast because it's a bit harder. Because you don't know that is a law. A spiritual law. As a citizen of heaven, you are supposed to apply. The Bible says in the book of Genesis as long as the earth exists seed time and harvest time shall not cease. Therefore the kingdom of God operates on the law of seed time and harvest time. You can only reap what you planted. It is vain for you to pray for longevity while you did not plant honor. The Bible 
Bible says honor your father and your mother that it may be well with you before you want things to go well for you in life you must be sure that you are standing right with God you must be sure that the law of honor or the principle of honor is at work in your life. You can go to all great people. Great servants of God. The fact that they are great does not mean doesn't mean that you will overpass laws. You can be prayed for by a great man in the whole world and you still remain the same because because you are not standing right there are laws you have violated in the spirit The Bible said when we read last week from scriptures. The Bible said to us that we should honor our spouse. That our prayers will not be hindered. But trust me. Somebody rather go somewhere. In the bush to fast. Rather than doing a simple thing. To position himself. So that his prayers will not be hindered. The Bible said. Honor your spouse. That your prayers will not be hindered. I can pray for you. But if you are not spiritually positioned, you will continue to watch others give their testimony. I can be involved when it's an attack. Not when it is ignorance. Because if, it, if your mother is not happy with you, you won't live long. Spiritually, you are not positioned. I can pray for you, I can anoint you, but you will die early. Ah. If your wife is not happy because of you, your husband is not happy because of you, your prayers may be hindered. No matter who prays for you. The principle of honor. Honor is the gateway to success and promotion. Honor is the gateway to success and promotion. I said to you last week, people of God, according to the law of honor, you are mandated to honor God. You are mandated to honor people. You are 
mandated to honor principles. If you want to be great in life. If you want to see greatness, you must honor God. You must honor people. You must honor principles. I told you last week that God does not answer prayer for people. He answers prayer by people. God does not answer prayer for people. He answers prayer by people. You need to honor people. I told you that when the Israelites cried, God did not come down. God sent the men to be an answer to their prayer. Now today, as we are continuing with this message, I want to focus on honoring God. Hallelujah. I want to focus on what? Honoring God. Because we want to know how to honor God effectively, right? Because according to the principle of honor, we need to honor God. We need to honor people. We need to honor principles. Alright, let's go. First Samuel chapter number two verse thirty. Samuel wapili chapter two verse thirty. Let us go to the book of First Samuel. Hariem bukenya Samuel wapili. Chapter number two. Chapter two. Verse thirty. Verse thirty. Praise the Lord. First Samuel chapter number 2 verse 30 it reads thus Therefore the Lord the God of Israel declares I promised that members of your family will minister before me forever But now the Lord declares far be it from me those who honor me I will honor but those who despise me Will be disdained. Please read it for us. Half manile ebaleajina. Yes. How le jalo? Jehovah mudimwa Israel ori. Kefela kipulezo horintu ya how lintu yanta tau etane etsame pilaka kamisha. Emba jali Jehovah ori. Lehuleka. Hobani banto kisa lina kia banto kisa. My God. So God says in his way, those who honor me, I will honor. But those who dishonor me will be disdained. So if you want to be a candidate of honor, you must plant honor. To God. God says, I only honor those who honor me. Praise the Lord. Is it your Bible? 
Hallelujah. So everyone who wants to be great in life must be a man or a woman of honor. Honor starts with God. Honor starts with who? God. God said it in his word that if you honor me, I will honor you. But men of God, how do I know that I'm a man and a woman of God? How do I know that I truly honor God? Honor is seen in two ways. Please write it down. Honor is seen in these two ways. Number one, honor is seen in obedience. Number two, honor is seen in giving. Honor is seen in obedience. Honor is seen in giving. Therefore, people of God, if you honor God, you must be a person who obeys what God says in his way. Because I've mentioned two points. I want to break them down. Number one, I said honor is seen in what? I can't hear the church. Honor is seen in obedience. And this, this is something I want to talk about now. I want to talk about obedience and then we'll go to giving, right? Amen. Now, this, this is what I want you to know about obedience. Obedience, write it down. Obedience has nothing to do with your timing or convenience. Obedience has nothing to do with your timing or your own convenience. Therefore, when, when God is commanding you to do something in his way, when God instructs you to do something in his way, he is not expecting you to do it in your own time or when it is convenient to you. Obedience has nothing to do with your convenience and timing. In fact, Partial obedience is equal to disobedience. To God, partial obedience is equal to disobedience. When you study scriptures, God spoke to the man by the name of Saul. And God gave him an instruction to destroy utterly destroy the Amalekites. The Bible says Saul destroyed them, but he spared King Hagak. And he spared some few sheep. 
The Bible says the prophet came to him. Samuel said, What have you done? God says you should utterly destroy these people. He said, No, the people said, I should spare some sheep for sacrifice. The prophet said to him, Don't you know that obedience is better than sacrifice? The instruction of God was for him to destroy all of them. But he obeyed. But he did not take the full instruction. He obeyed partially. And then that's how Saul lost the kingdom. He obeyed God. But he partially obeyed him. When the prophet came to him, he was shocked that I destroyed them. He said, No. The instruction said you should utterly destroy. He said, I spent some few sheep for sacrifice. He said, obedience is better than sacrifice. Mamela, both of them is just better. It's, it's, it's higher. Don't, don't, don't get it confused. Obedience is higher it does not mean sacrifice is not needed but obedience is higher than sacrifice in other words if God says to you honor your father and your mother that it may be well it's an instruction but you can make a sacrifice to pray and fast but obedience is better than sacrifice People of God, when God gives you an instruction, He's not expecting you to do it your way. Some of you, you are still in one position. Because of simple instructions that God gave you, you did them partially. You did them at your own time, at your own convenience. I want you to tell me. I want you to tell me. When you are a parent, most of you are parents, I can see. When your child, you come back from work, you are tired. Of course, you go to work for your children, right? Here you are, you come from work. You had a long day. You come to your home. You just drop your bag and you, 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 you feel that you, don't, you are weak. You say to your child, please get me some water. And your child, 
that is sitting on your chair holding the phone you bought with your own money from the same work you come from he tells you I'm finishing this game I will go get you water how do you feel here is your child holding the phone you bought from the same workplace where you come from and you are emotionally trained, physically trained. And you say, please get me some water, I'm weak. He says, no, please let me finish this game. How do you feel? That's how God feels. When he tells you to do something, as a source of everything you have, and you want to do it at your own convenient time. You get angry. It's your money that bought the phone. It's your house he's sitting under. It's your chair he's sitting on. And he's telling you that you will do it at their convenient time. Look at God, the source of what you have. You make your work an excuse why you cannot pray. The job he gave you, it's a reason you can pray. I said, this service is for people who are serious about their work with God. You started coming to church or you went to the house of God without a car. And God blessed you with a car. After God blessed you with a car, when you don't have fuel for the car, you can't go to church. And God is looking at you. You make it an excuse. That I don't have petrol today. My car is giving me problems today. Who gave you the car? The same way you look at your child. Looking at the phone you bought for her. That's how God looks at you. Partial obedience is equal to disobedience to God. That's how Saul lost the kingdom. Mary, the mother of Jesus. Maria Mewajesu. In the book of John, chapter number 2, verse 5. Please write it down. Book of John, chapter 2, verse 5. And read it when you get home, but it's a verse that you know. The mother of Jesus, Mary. Mewajesu, Maria. In John 2, 5. Book of John, chapter 2, verse 5. She says something so powerful. To the disciples of Jesus. He says, whatever he will tell you to do. 
Just do it. Hmm. It does not have to be convenient for you. It does not have to make sense to you. It's him who says do it. Just do it. Sometimes if he says forgive. And you are not wrong. And you are wrong. But he says, let it be you who apologize. It won't make sense to you. But just do it. Mamela, Mary said, whatever he says do, no matter how ridiculous it sounds, it always leads to the miraculous. It did not make sense to the disciples. And they just went. And Jesus said, they went to Jesus and said, eh, eh, The wine is finished. And Jesus said, Get me some water. It sounded so ridiculous. But it ended in the miraculous. Because when Jesus took the water, he turned water to wine. There are instructions from God that won't make sense to you. But if he says do it, John 2 5 says just do it. Johanne chapter 2 verse 5 Just do it. There's a time a man came. They brought him and said, This is Jesus who heals the sick. When he lays hands on you, you will be healed. And Jesus did a ridiculous thing. He speaks. On the mat. And he. It was ridiculous. To take saliva. And put it on the eyes of somebody. But no matter how ridiculous it was. It ended in the miraculous. Any instruction from God will not make sense to you. But trust me. Just do it. Mary says. Maria she, she gave the disciples a secret. And they enjoyed the ministry of Jesus. She gave them a secret. And they continued to do whatever that Jesus said they must do. And they continued to, do, to see miracles. Obedience is the key. Obedience is To success. Some of the things you will hear. They will not make sense to you. But just do them. I say just do them. And you will see the hand of God manifest in your life. Ah. What has left many of you stranded 
It's because you want to do what God says you should do in your own way. At your own time. When it's convenient for you. Job 36 verse 11. Let us go there quickly. Job chapter 36 verse 11. Job 36 11. It says, If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Can you please read it again? Habaka utwa, meba utumela, bata katen la bupilo, babona le shohono lo, liti le mozabona tabo. Hallelujah. If they obey, habaka utwa, obedience, humamela, by simply obeying God, kahumamela mutimufela, because obedience is a sign of honor. The Bible says they will spend their days in prosperity. Do you want to prosper? Do you want to prosper? Just obey. Mamela. Just what? Obey. The Bible says, and they will spend their years in pleasure. Do you want to live in pleasure? Just obey. Mamela. Obey what God says in his wit. Mamela so mutimo as bulela lentulahai. Obey. Mamela. It's so simple, right? Yeah, if I say fast, you would be glad to fast. If I say fast so that you may be prosperous, it will sound so. Mm, it will sound so nice, like ah, I want to fast. Even when you fast, I always want to do the hard things. Which is good. To fast and pray. But the issue here is are you positioned for what you are praying? Are you, are, are you spiritually standing? Therefore, according to scriptures, it is wrong for you to expect to be prosperous if you don't obey God. Disobedience is a sign of dishonor. And if you dishonor, you have violated the law. Therefore, you cannot stand and begin to claim the promises of God if you are not standing right with God. My people. Remember what I said when I was starting? I said Christianity. I said the way we live our life. Ignorance, I'm sorry. I said ignorance has given Christianity a bad name. Because most of us we rather jump from men of God to 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 church. Every year you have a new church. 
re kampara na ra mathara ya ba routine le mose le mose se le se se ona le ke ke ntsha new month new church go di ntsha ke re ke ntsha you don't want to be honest with yourself me how ba tlo ba le nnetile wena and check we takule if you are standing guard with god hore na o ye me handlele motimo i wish i was helping somebody today amen i just wish I was helping someone. Obedience is a sign for honor. Therefore, if you honor God, you must obey God's instruction. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 to two. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you high above nations of the earth all nations of the earth and all the blessings shall come upon you and overtake you my God because you obey the voice of the Lord your God Please read it for us. Haifumanile how ka utlwa lentswela Jehova modimo wa hao o mametse tabatsa ho utlwafela remember according to the principle of honor we are supposed to honor god hopola ho ya ka molao wa o tlompha re tlamile re tlompha modimo we have to honor people re tlamile re tlompha batho f2 we have to honor principles. principles listen to what the bible says this will happen if you honor principles and how do you honor principles you obey hmm. ah church hmm. am i helping you amen am i helping you amen <laughs> i love the word of god so let's go to the second point before we go to you remember we spoke about um one we spoke about um obedience two we spoke about what giving right Amen. so now we want to go to the second point which is giving i know when we speak about giving it's a strange word in the church today yeah when you speak about giving it has become a strange word. That is why even Christians, their lives are stuck. Because if you are not a giver, you are not walking in honor. If you are not a giver, you are not a man or a woman of God. I know I know when I speak statements like this you want scriptures to back it up. Amen. Let's go to Proverbs chapter number 3. Proverbs 3. The Proverbia chapter 3. Proverbs 3 
verse 9 to 10. We are going to please write it down in your notes. When you get home, make sure you go through all the scriptures. When you meditate about the word, you need to be looking into these verses. Amen. What will help you to grow? Is when you get home and you look into your notes. And you go through these verses. The Bible says, Proverbs 3, 9 to 10. The Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 to 10. Honor the Lord your God with your possessions. <laughs> In other verses, it says with your substance. It means with your money. And with the first fruit of all your increase. That is your tithe. Verse 10. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Please read it for us. Read it again. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Honor the Lord with your positions. It says honor. Again. Amen. Therefore, honor is seen in giving. Church. Honor is seen in giving. Therefore, tithe is not about money. But it is about honor. For you to tithe, it's a sign of honor. You say, honor the Lord with the first fruit of your increase. So, to tithe is not about money, it's about honor. That's why the church today does not force anyone to tithe. Because you must tithe by revelation. Because tithe is a sign of honor. It's a sign of honor. I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to say this. God is not desperate for our tithe because all everything you have belongs to him god is not desperate for us to give is a sign of honor to give tenth of all you have it's it's a sign that god i honor you with all I have, I still regard you as the source of what I have, so I give my tenth to you. 
100% belongs to him. So you say, I, 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 to show that I acknowledge all comes from you, I will show honor by giving. Church. God is the source of all your resource. God is the source of your connections, your work, everything. Last week I showed you how Mordecai became great. It was through the connection that God strategically placed him at the gate to be the gatekeeper so that he will later use the king to honor him. Amen. So God is the source of your connection. It's not about you have connections, no. Malachi chapter number 3 verse 10. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. I like this statement. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven, pour out so much blessings that you will not have much room, that you will not have room enough for it. Malachi 3.10 Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 Haifu manile ebalea jena Tlisang tung yapoluke lo karulo yale shume ya zoshe zeo lidiruwile Dijo dite dibeten tunyaka Lintike kaho Lintike Hobolela jehofa wa mahota เล่นเตะกันเขาโฮเบลล่าเจโฮฟาวามาโฮตาเมลีบอนเนหันเกเกกัดทิบุลลาดิพอร์โรซาลโฮจิมุเกเบกิทุลเลเกเบกิลิท
Then one from the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Men, who made me a judge or an arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Verse 16. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? <laughs> so he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater and there I will store all. He stored all. Take note of that. He says, I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease. Eat, drink, and be merry. Verse 20. But God said to him, Fool. Give out. <laughs> the problem starts from that all. Some of you have caught it. Please read it in short. Luca chapter 12. Yes. From verse 13. Yes. Emung harabungata arhuena muruti Bulela wane sore a arulela ne le falenna 14 empa jeso arhuena munna ke manyampile mo ahludi le ha ele mo aruledi walona 15 a ekesa arhuena iponeleng li ipoluke ba ke nsatakatso ya ruo ho bane bophelo ba motho bokeke ba tswa bongateng ba dintotseo a diruileng Le hadimo atetse haholo 16 ababulela le setswantso are masimo amurui ane abeile haholo 17 yaba onahana ka ho yena are ketla etsa joang hobani hakena monka bokella ndijo tsa kateng are seo ketla se etsa ke Keta kaka midiko yaka. Keha ke ha eme holo. Meke tabuke late ndi jotaka kaufela. Dijotaka kaufela. Leme sebeti yaka. Utatabumu. Uweza wam. Ubuluka kaufela. Ha acknowledge. Hauna maring. Make nyamudimu. Uri. Please continue. Make it a bukella tenti jotaka kaufela. Lemme sebetsiaka. Nineteen. Make it a rumoyawaka. Moya, on a lemme sebetsi emingata ebukele swing. Dilimotsengata. Pumula. Oje. Onwe, onyakale. Twenty. 
empa mojimu warehuena le watatuwe kibusiu bona akabusiu bona moya wa hao otalatwa huena midi ntotse o dilukisitse e tabatsa mangna 21 ya ipukella matoto empa asa ruelo ho mojimu o jwalo I want to read it for with English for the sake of our viewers. Verse 20 says, but God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things will be which you have, which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasures for himself and is not rich towards God. The rich fool, the, the Bible says this man was regarded a rich fool. The rich fool. If you read your Bible, the Bible says the parable of a rich fool. Check your Bible. It says that. It says that, right? The parable of a rich fool. Se tsantso samurui walwata. People of God, the Bible says, to whom much is given, much is expected. I believe it's uh, Luke uh, 12 verse 48. Yes, it's Luke 12 verse 48. The Bible says, to whom much is given, much is expected. But the rich fool says I store all. Empalewata le re ke boloka tsohle. All. Tsohle. Therefore he forgot the source. Sena se bolana ruile ale bala se sosa. His life was so good that he thought he does not even need God. Bo pilo ba ene bo le bona tikatsela hore yana no re ha hloki motimo. And God said, your soul will be taken. You live all. Don't be a rich fool. Tell your neighbor, don't be a rich fool. So our giving is a sign of honor to the source of what we have. Honor is the gateway to success and promotion. God said, try me. Test me. You need to involve God in everything that has to do with your life. All great people in scriptures. are men of honor. The Bible says in the book of Psalms 127 verse 1. I will just read it for you very quickly. Please write it down. You read it when you get home as we are closing the sermon. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless 
unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Whatever you are building, the Bible says, unless the Lord is the one that is building it, you are laboring in vain. Be a man of honor. Be a woman of honor. How do I know that I'm a man of honor? Obedience. Say, I will obey the ways of the Lord. I can't hear you. I will obey the ways of the Lord. I will obey the instructions of the Lord. Two. How do I know that I'm a man of honor? Giving. Say I will be a giver. Say I will be a giver. May the good Lord bless his weight in the midst of your heart. Shalom.